taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O. as you know. Uh, this is the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. As you can see, I am uh, rolling solo. Uh, you know, I uh, usually have my partner in crime, or ain't real name, no games, no gimmicks. Uh, but of course, he bitched out. He bitched out on me. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, he had some uh, some things he had to go do, so uh, I'm rocking this one solo. Okay, that's actually how I prefer it for this one. I, I want this one solo because it's just going to be me ranting for uh, a very long time. Uh, so prepare. Strap in. Um, okay, so uh, this, of course, is our uh, segment uh, on uh, Game of Thrones this, uh, this season. And uh, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get the proceedings going. All right, so uh, of course this is a uh, our I got five on it segment, uh, our Game of Thrones season eight uh, review segment, where we basically review each episode of Game of Thrones this season uh, as they uh, as they happen. Uh, so of course, uh, very uh, uh, <laughs> uh, a very crucial episode uh, just went down. Uh, of course, Game of Thrones. Uh, we thought it was going to be called Battle of Winterfell. Um, but of course, uh, the, the title for the episode is uh, "The Long Night." Um, a very controversial episode for a number of uh, reasons. Um, a lot of a lot of objections to this uh, this episode, uh, and I, I kind of take aim uh, at some of the objections. I think some of them are just stupid. There, there's a couple that are valid, but uh, I think some of them are just you know, if you apply some sort of logic to what the fuck you're saying. Uh, I think uh, some of the objections are just dumb. Uh, so let's let's just get it going. Um, uh, the first and probably most the major one that everybody keeps uh, fucking babbling about is uh, the fact that the episode was too dark. Uh, first of all, this is this has been a consistent, um, I guess, issue with uh, Game of Thrones uh, since the you know beginning. Uh, they just have never had much success lighting dark scenes. Um, but I'm actually perfectly fine with that, right? Um, didn't have a problem with it during, you know, any other season, don't have a problem with it now. Uh, and, and the reason is, is cause it's, you know, just fucking, you know, think about it. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's crying. Oh, it's so dark. It's, it's so dark. I just want to be able to see, uh, uh somebody getting stabbed on Game of Thrones again, uh, because I've never seen that before. You know, it's never happened. I just want to see it, you know? Uh, um, I mean like in all honesty, like what was like fucking, you know, fucking uh mlk's fucking ghost uh down you know on the battlefield of winterfell giving his i got have a dream speech uh is that is that what's fucking going on like i i really don't understand exactly what people uh were like what were they expecting to see like it's just a bunch of fucking zombies uh aimlessly attacking you know uh you know all, all the people who are lined up uh you know um for the battle and you know, on top of that, um, 
like <laughs> like what like like were you expecting that like you really wanted to see stuntman you know uh you know uh three thousand six hundred get stabbed like that's what you that's really what you you really wanted to watch for like an hour and a half like in all honesty it's just stupid you know um to to really and the fucking episode's called the long night like there was no fucking you know to my knowledge they didn't have access to fucking led panels uh you know uh during that fucking time period so i don't know i feel like it kind of falls in line with reality and you know what makes me question for for one everybody believes that the battle of bastards is is the best battle scene in game of thrones and they're not wrong it's just from a to z it's just fucking perfect but what makes it so great is that it mimics actual war right like the conditions of war like they went through the great lengths to uh do a number of things like such as like the 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 long tracking shot with snow um it you know gave you sort of this gritty sort of real life sort of experience of what it's like to walk through a fucking battle and just mayhem going on around you that was fucking fantastic the fact that they piled all these bodies on each other um that was another uh thing that they they did to to make it um you know, realistic, you know, in terms of what actually happens, you know, in, in these type of battles. Uh, and uh, that was their effort to be realistic. That was no different from what they did here. Right. Um, the only difference is that was during the day and this is at night. Right. Uh, it's easy to fucking film a battle scene uh, during the day or not easy, but it's easier to to film a battle scene during the day because you you just have natural fucking lighting. So everything's clear, you know, clear as fucking literally day um so yeah so that that objection is uh i mean i get it uh you know because you're fucking lazy <laughs> and and people were like i had to get off my couch and adjust my tv why the fuck did you have to get off your couch do you not fucking have a remote like <laughs> there's not not readily available uh at the time I, I i don't know uh people are just at least as far as that particular objection goes it, it's to me it's just very stupid uh and if you just thought about what they're trying to accomplish like yeah to to, i think everybody it's slightly annoying not to be able to see things but that's literally what the fuck they're dealing with they 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 can't see anything you know it's the long fucking night uh anyways um then of course you had people objecting uh to uh (laughs) aria killed the night king we wanted it to be Jon snow maybe Daenerys I don't know but just anybody but Arya and it, it, it it's preposterous right um people saying hey this Arya thing came out of nowhere okay there's two ways to look at it right um either you can look at it uh in terms of and where everybody's attention was diverted was of course for like fucking uh you know the entire run of game of thrones we've heard about this azora high prophecy right that uh the the promised one um the 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 one that would bring the dawn um and that prophecy is what really got us to look at either denarius or john um as mainly the two people and of course they're sort of the main characters of the show arguably speaking um uh so of course we think hey maybe it's going to be them that ends this long night um but uh but alas and spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't fucking watched the episode if you're watching it i've never understood why people do reviews that are spoiler free because that's not a fucking review you're basically just saying hey i watched something at some point in time and it was 
yeah, they're good or bad. I that's literally all you're really saying at the end of the day when you do a spoiler free uh, uh, review. It's stupid. Just fucking talk about the shit and people you can put it in a fucking disclaimer at the beginning of your shit and be fucking done with it. Anyways, um, yeah. So uh, of course Arya fucking swoops in like the fucking MVP that she fucking is. Fucking just she hang glided into that bitch. And fucking shanked the shit out of uh, the fucking uh, Night King. Uh, it was fucking beautiful. I loved it. Uh, we fucking, I was watching with a group of people and in fucking unison, just like in Avengers, and spoiler alert for that if you haven't watched that either, um, just like in Avengers when fucking Cap got, the, got Thor's hammer, um, we all fucking exploded when Arya jumped out of fucking nowhere. She was like fucking Randy Orton. She fucking gave him the RKO. That's what the fuck she did to the Night King out of nowhere. <laughs> she fucking comes and, and shanks the shit out of him. Um, but anyways, I, I digress. Uh, you, you can either look at that within the context of the prophecy, which nobody would have suspected Arya in that case. Or you could look at it, forget the prophecy, just who has the skill to do it, right? You could argue perhaps John. Okay. And and I that's a valid argument. And obviously John and Night King have had this sort of uh, uh they've had this thing, but I'm gonna get back to that later. Um, but John would be sort of the first uh you know, uh, person who we think, yeah, you know, he he's you know, he we've been building up to the him and the Night King for, for a few seasons now. Um but I think Arya is clearly the most skilled, right? And those who, who are saying, I hear, I'm hearing this, uh, as they call her, like a Mary Sue or some shit. I don't know what the fuck that shit's about. But apparently, I think it's about some sort of that she's just not, um, um, you know, it was unearned, uh, you know, her her uh, um, her becoming this uh, or her killing the, the Night King. That's uh, the dumb. Either you haven't watched Game of Thrones from the beginning or you're just stupid. Uh, you just or misogynist I, I don't fucking know i don't know don't care right it, because it's either way it's preposterous right she's been fucking training to kill somebody for fucking you know uh for fucking eight seasons um whether it's with her original uh sort of mentor uh and, and, I, and I forget his name um it's all the way back in season one hard to remember uh but uh either him or she was with the fucking hound for for about two uh two seasons or so uh, and she learned a fucking great deal from him, but then she really amped it up when she, uh, she, she goes to Bravos and she becomes, uh, or she trains to be, uh, one of the, the, um, uh, uh, an assassin for the, the many face God, um, you know, um, uh, or the, what would they call them? The, um, uh, the faceless men or whatever the fuck they call that group. Uh, so yeah, so, so I think it's, it was very sort of justified, but I'll, I'll come back. I'll circle back to that later. Okay, let, let's just jump into this shit. Uh, they people also had objections with the lack of death. This is really the only one that I think has legs. Yeah, this is the this is very true that this episode was unsatisfying because there were no major deaths, right? Like, and they always kind of hinted at somebody dying, but then the person wouldn't die, you know. Um, and if you're going to kill anybody, it would be in this episode, you think, right? The long night. But I think that's actually, if you really think about it, it actually falls perfectly in line with what Game of Thrones is. Everybody thinks the long night, you kill them, right? But that's what we fucking expect. What does this show do best out of anything else? Subverts your expectations. Uh, 
So I think this is the perfect time not to kill anybody, right? Because everybody thinks you're going to kill somebody, right? Um, now, that being said, there are some people that probably should have died in this episode. Uh, Grey Worm definitely should have gone. He was, like, on the front lines. How he survived is a big mystery. Uh, Sam, where he should have died, was just laying down at one point. <laughs> fucking beating White Walkers. Uh, he literally was just laying down, beating White Walkers uh, back. Um, uh Jamie, uh, but and I say all that, but in the defense of why there weren't many uh, many major deaths, I have a theory about that as well, and that comes later. Uh, but one of the the theories that I have is as well is is look, man, they're fighting fucking whites. They're not fighting, you know, fucking uh, the the fucking uh, Ming Dynasty here. Like it, it's like, you know, I'm sure you know, the, the fucking whites didn't have some fucking strategy to what they were doing. On top of that, it's not like you needed to fucking, you know, stab them in a specific place. It's not like this, you know, every fucking white was a fucking, you know, death star and you had to get it into one specific place to kill them. It's like, no, you fucking look at them wrong with dragon glass or Valyrian steel and they're dead, you know, um, uh, or re-dead, I guess. I don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, I, you know, I, I think that as much as it would have made sense, some of those characters dying, um, it also kind of made sense that some of them survived, um, or, or that they all survived in a way. Right. But perhaps that's a reach. I don't know. Um, but I have a deep theory about why they survived, uh, and what it means for the series as it goes forward. But anyway, so let's, uh, let's get into what I liked about the episode. What I didn't like, uh, myself, uh, some things that actually make sense <laughs> that I didn't then, you know, that, that actually, you know, isn't stupid. Uh, um, some things I didn't like about the episode, let, let's start there. Um, again, the lack of deaths. Um, I didn't like, uh, Jorah Mormont's, uh, death. Uh, I thought it was, I don't know. I didn't feel anything and I'm not sure exactly what would have made me feel anything. I don't think anything would have made me feel anything for Jorah Mormont. I guess when you think about his story as a whole, it's kind of fucking sad, right? The dude fucking loved Daenerys through and through, uh, betrayed came back several times over. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, his, yeah, his death just wasn't, um, it just didn't really feel like a proper ending. It just felt very anticlimactic, climactic, uh, anti-climactic, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't say the goddamn word anticlimactic. Still not sure if I said it right. Um, uh, yeah, it just wasn't satisfying. I don't know why. Um, I, I'm sure that's, and ideally that's the only way he goes out where it's, it's like, yeah, no, this kind of makes sense with the story, but for whatever reason, I just didn't feel anything in the scene, whatever. I uh, just didn't really like his desk, but it, it is what it is. Um, the dragon fight didn't really care about it. I don't know if I just don't care about dragon fights in general, or I just didn't care about this specific one. Um, but, uh, but I will say when Rhaegal took the, uh, uh, the fucking, uh, talons to the chest, uh, that was pretty dope, uh, not gonna lie, and then also when, where there were all those whites jumping on Drogon, that was pretty fucking dope too, he had a fucking whites on him, looked like he was covered in fucking ants, I got immediately uncomfortable, uh, I thought it was an episode from the fucking Twilight Zone that I was watching or some shit, uh, you know, um, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty dope, but, uh, but the dragon fighting overall, I just wasn't, I didn't really care for, uh, and I don't think there's really anything they could have really done 
to really make me care for it. Outside of, you know, people had theories of Bran becoming uh, or, or warging into uh, a, a Viserion, um, the, uh, you know, obviously Viserion being dead uh, and resurrected by, um, or not resurrected, but uh, reanimated by uh, the Night King. Uh, that actually would have been pretty cool to see. Uh, but of course that didn't happen. Bran just warped into fucking Ravens and was useless as Brandon pretty much always. Uh, and I actually didn't have him on this list, but, uh, Bran was another person I didn't like on this, uh, uh, didn't like in this episode. He pretty much did nothing per usual of the last few seasons, but I have a deep theory about, uh, about what, um, about what Bran becomes or what he is. Uh, and I think it plays heavily into the rest of the sh- season for season. And, and that's another thing, too, that people, you know, people are fucking freaking out. Oh, my God. This is the one of the worst endings to a show ever. The fucking the season is not even fucking over yet. There's still three fucking episodes. Relax. Just fucking take a pill or some shit and just sit back and fucking chill. You know, uh, there's still more fucking episodes at the end of it. Then you can fucking complain if you at least seen the fucking end. You haven't even seen the end yet. Anyways, um, and then also, uh, and this is something that kind of bleeds into actually what I did like, uh, but somehow something that I didn't like was the, uh, Dothraki, what happened to them, uh, an entire fucking race of people basically just wiped out in fucking like the first like two minutes of the episode, uh, which was somehow awesome, but also fucking just alarming. Right. And, and people, you know, they have the joke of, you know, yeah, let's send the colors out there first. Let's send the color people out there first uh, and, and have them test. And the whole Dothraki thing, again, it, it was beautiful in terms of the way it presented itself, visually speaking. And it was a visual representation of what they were up against, right? Because, you know, here comes Melisandre. She lights their swords. Um, and we're like, oh, fuck. You know, that, and that's like the embodiment of hope right there. They have, they have these fucking swords that are on fire uh, or these sickles, uh, these flaming sickles. I don't know why that sounds weird, but it does. Uh, these flaming sickles that are uh, that, that they, they take, you know, and then march full steam ahead. Um, and then you see one by one, the fucking lights starting to go out and the Dothraki screams, you know, uh, start to get quieter and quieter. It was fucking gorgeous. Right. But also it made zero sense. Right. Because. Um, for one, I mean, did they not give them dragon glass? Like, <laughs> why were they going out there with regular fucking swords? Or maybe there was dragon glass on the swords and I just didn't see it, but it looked like they were just regular swords. Um, and that was just stupid. Uh, cause th- what were the fuck, what were they thinking was going to be the result of that? They, they literally said, I think John at some point literally says they have at minimum a hundred thousand whites out there. What the fuck were you thinking the Dothraki were gonna do? Like they they were gonna like, like what was going? What was the actual result you were hoping for in that case? Um, so you send them out trotting into the fucking darkness, blind as fuck. Like th- there was no outcome to that that was going to be good for the Dothraki. Uh, but of course that's when Daenerys fucking um, you know she gets pissed and, and she prematurely flies out there. Anyways, uh, I'm not gonna rehash the entire fucking episode. I'm just gonna say what I like, what I didn't like. Um. Uh, okay, um, but I did like, and, and bleeding again into what I did like, I did like the whole visual representation of the Dothraki going out and just having, again, the, the light represented hope, and then they went out there, and that hope was basically snuffed out, right, uh, and it sets the table for, oh shit, we are fucked, uh, as, uh, what was his name, Ed would say, we're fucked, 
<laughs> um uh so so yeah um that's what i essentially didn't like uh bleeding into what i did like of course the visual representation of the dothraki but is also uh, i just love the whole the intensity of the beginning you know where you have sam he's shaking then you know as he's walking around the uh, uh, perspective shifts over to Tyrion, and he's basically like up oh, well not got nothing to do but get drunk you know uh as in typical Tyrion fashion um that was all fucking great. The intensity at the beginning was fantastic. Melisandre's entrance uh, and that whole thing was was that was all perfect uh, at at the beginning. Um, uh, and then um, I just fucking love the chaos. I just love how it's just a fucking swarm of uh, fucking whites just running everywhere. Uh, people likened it to, of course, World uh, World War Z. Shout out to the guy, uh, the guys over at uh, Nerd Soup. Um, they, they, they make some quality shit, uh, as far as, you know, Thrones discussions and just discussions overall. They, 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 a lot of people, they just kind of talk and don't really make sense in what they're saying. I, I feel like the girl, guys over at Nerd Soup, uh, do a great job. So shout out to them. Um, that's, I think, where I got the whole, uh, World War Z thing. But, uh, but it also looked like to me, like, uh, I remember in Matrix, uh, Revolutions, was it that, um, you have the fucking swarm of machines um that uh that kind of keep just coming in fucking waves that's what what it also reminded me of but uh, i just love that whole thing just the whole chaos of it uh another thing i liked is uh i liked daenerys in this episode but i liked her in the last half of the episode versus the first half of the episode the first half she's just riding around on fucking drogon and just aimlessly uh along with john um and i didn't didn't like it I didn't really care for it. Um, but, uh, she comes on strong in that second half. You know, she, when she gets knocked off, she, uh, of Drogon, she, uh, she picks up a fucking sword, you know, and, and fucking goes to work, you know? Uh, and I think that that's that I've always wondered if pushed, uh, if push came to shove, would Daenerys just fucking be like, fuck it. Let me just get this shit done, you know? And sure enough, she did. Um, you know, she's not just the dragon queen. She's just fucking badass all around, you know? Uh, and, uh, I'm curious to see exactly how it's all going to end up with her. I, I think, I think there's going to be a bit of mad queen, uh, sort of shit going on there. I think, uh, she doesn't come out of this clean. Uh, uh, I think if she comes out of it at all, at all, but I, I definitely think she, she, she turns a bad leaf, but, um, but yeah, but she, she's just a badass, you know? Uh, and let's get to, uh, the, the MV fucking P of the episode, uh, Arya MJ Stark, uh, is what we're going to fucking call her. Arya fucking Damian Lillard Stark. That's what we're going to fucking call her. She's the, um, she's a fucking champ. She's a fucking champ. Holy shit. Holy shit. What a scene. What a fucking scene to end the episode. Uh, the Night King is just basically being a dick the entire, uh, the entire episode, you know, doing st- stupid shit like bringing in the uh, the blizzard so they can't see shit. And then when John's about to go head up with them, which we all kind of wanted to see, but also the Night King's not stupid, right? Like, I, I see people being like, oh, I really wanted a Night King, Jon Snow, you know, showdown. The Night King's not fucking dumb. Back in what season, what, season six? Was it season six? Yeah, I think it was, no, it was season five. It was season five where uh, we have Hardhome. Um, uh, the Night King fucking watched John mow down a fucking uh, White Walker uh, with uh, with Longclaw. 
there's no fucking way he's going head up with John. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? All somebody has to do is fucking uh, think about having a Valerian sword. And I just fucking turn to a fucking uh, 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 a fucking snow cone, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, so there's just no way that him and John were going to get head up. That fight just made no sense, you know, um, that he knows that sword will be his undoing. Uh, that that long claw that John has, so that's never going to be a fight. As, as soon as John takes one swing, it's it's a wrap, you know. And and it shows that the the Night King is like the, he does think right because if you look back to the beginning of the show, and and again, I forget who uh, somebody online had this the same um, or the, not the same, but the this idea of uh, the Night King's not stupid, right? They they learn from their mistakes. So at the beginning of the show. Uh, the, uh, when we see the first White Walker, uh, he's not wearing any armor. He's just out there stark ass naked. You know, I think he has a fucking cloth over his shit, and that's it. <laughs> um, but then as the show progresses, we see that they have armor. That they're you know they they they're really starting to learn from their mistakes after they saw that Sam just murked the fucking White Walker. You know, they're like fuck this shit. We can't just be rolling out here like you know somebody can't fucking just stab us with uh, some dragon glass and that be it. Um, so, uh, so they do think about strategy and shit. And so when he sees John charging at him with fucking long claw, he's like, man, fuck this shit. Uh, so it is a bitch move that he made, but it was the correct bitch move. If you're trying to get the dub at the end of the day, you know, um, uh, what is it that, uh, the old, who, I forget who in the NFL had this line, but he, you play to win the game, you know, and that's what the fuck the, the night King was doing. He's playing to win the fucking game. Um, so uh so yeah so so he gets to uh to brand and i have my whole brand theory coming up so st- stay tuned for that but uh you know uh his whole strut up the brand was fucking <laughs> he's a dick he's just walking up there like hey, motherfucker you know he's just fucking there should have been some fucking uh i would have wanted some biggie in the fucking background or some shit you know uh, just something to fucking just just match his fucking the strut up with the his fucking crew behind him, you know. Uh, that was a very uh fucking. They knew they they were being very photogenic in that particular scene. They were fucking being uh, they they looked like they were going down to fucking uh, it looked like they were trying to be Melisandre who when she was trying to light the fucking fire and you're like Melisandre, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you going with the bro man? Uh, uh, slow bop, you know. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys watch Martin or not, but uh, she had the bro man, like the uh, fucking, you know, let's walk like fucking, you know, uh, like we have nowhere to fucking go. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I digress. So, anyways, so they do the slow bop up until uh, up into Bran, and this is how I know whatever is taking place between the Night King and Bran. It's not just what Bran's saying, right? It's not just the fact that the Night King wants to erase history. This is personal, right? Because if it was just like you wanted to erase history, then fucking just keep swarming them with uh, whites. Why do you even ever have to get, uh, you know, involved, right? Why does the Night King ever have to really get involved with the situation? Just fucking send a shit ton of whites their way and you're done, you know? Uh, they'll eventually kill Blair, uh, overrun Winterfell and kill Bran and we're done. We're done with this conversation. But no, he makes it a purpose that he's going to walk up to Bran and he's going to look at him and he's, and it's like this moment where he's like, it's like they're looking at each other and Night King's kind of like, are you going to do something? And Bran's just like, no, fuck you. And Night King's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. Uh, and then he reaches for the sword. And as soon as he reaches for it, here comes fucking, fucking the champ, the MVP of the fucking episode, Arya fucking Stark. 
jumping out of fucking nowhere. Who knows? I think she just fucking repelled in from somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I think she just knew Winterfell well enough to know where she could sort of hide in the Godswood. Because my theory is, is that she was actually there before they actually got there. She was just waiting for them, right? Um, but maybe that's correct. Maybe that's, I don't know. That's just what I want to believe. But uh, but she fucking breezes past the fucking useless ass fucking White Walker standing there. Um, they're fucking supposed to be his like security squad and they just fucking failed miserably. It's like they're, fu- they're the fucking CIA and they just let shit happen. They're, you know, they're definitely going to have to, uh, talk to somebody Monday morning about resigning, you know? Um, but, uh, but anyways, so she jumps out of nowhere and he catches her by the neck with, uh, with his left hand and, and holds her, her hand that she's about to stab him with that Valerian dagger, um, who brand gave her by the way, more on that later. Um, and she, he, uh, is holding that with his right hand. And then uh, she she hits the fucking MJ midair switch with the fucking knife. Uh, and I see all the memes and shit, the challenges uh, about that, which are they're stupid, by the way. Stop doing those immediately. Uh, <laughs> uh, the midair switch uh, with the fucking dagger, which I was actually uh, the whole thing was fucking it was uh, they already they already sort of hinted at all of it. Right. Uh, so we it hinted at. Uh, Arya sneaking up on somebody in the, go- the Godswood, which I believe that's what that area is called. Uh, uh, had her sneaking up on somebody. Uh, she snuck up on John uh, in the first episode of the season, uh, season eight, uh, in the Godswood. Uh, so it, it, and he asked, well, "How did you sneak up on me?" You know. Uh, so it, it alluded to that. Also, the 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 knife drop uh, or the knife flip or whatever uh, they alluded to that in season seven with uh, uh, between the, the sort of sparring match between uh, Arya and Brienne. Um, and uh, there was one other thing that sort of. Uh, oh, of course, of course, the whole thing with Melisandre, you know, and and, uh, and, and you know that Arya is going to shut uh, the blue eyes along with the green and the and the, uh, the brown. Um, so all of this, they, they kind of hinted to for a while, although, uh, I think D and D said that they, they knew Arya was going to be the, uh, the one to kill the Night King about three years ago. Um, so perhaps all the way back in season three, they didn't know that line would be so significant, but perhaps that's something that, uh, uh, you know, uh, George R. R. Martin, you know, uh, revealed to them, um, you know, later down the line, uh, that that was pretty significant. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Uh, so she fucking shanks him. He fucking breaks. Uh, uh, again, he's like a fucking ice cone now. Um, and, uh, and and we're done. We're done with that. Or are we? Or are we done with the uh, fucking Night King? Okay, uh, let's jump into my fucking theory about um, what the fuck's going on. Where are we going to go from here forward? This has to do with, uh, you know... Um, everybody dying in this episode we thought this would be the episode where every at least we get a good chunk of deaths right but we didn't we didn't get anybody uh but what do we know about fucking game of thrones again what is the main thing subversion of our expectations you know um in that we think we're safe we think we're good and then oh shit we're not at all right uh so let's talk about uh you know let's just go back through the examples right we have fucking ned stark is built up to be our hero throughout season one he's trying to figure out this fucking mystery of what's going on with the lannisters and and how it relates to robert baratheon and and what you know what happened to the uh the hand uh what's his name um something aaron uh i forget what his first john aaron i believe is the was the hand to robert baratheon 
um, and he gets killed. And so he's trying to figure out that mystery as well as like the mystery of why, you know, everybody's looking for Robert Baratheon's seeds, yada, yada. Um, uh, and then, uh, of course, he, he gets, you know, he gets jammed up uh, and thrown in jail. And then he's basically told, hey, if you fucking say, you know, swear your allegiance to uh, basically say you're a traitor and swear your allegiance to Joffrey, you're good to go. What happens? End of fucking season one. He does it. Uh, we think, hey, he's good to go. The fucking um, Joffrey's like, nah, I think not. And then off with fucking Ned's head. Ned's dead. <laughs> Ned is dead. Um, at the end of season one, subversion of our expectations. We thought, hey, he's going to submit and we're going to be good, right? Wrong. Uh, then we fucking fast forward to uh, season three. Uh, and we, uh, and, and there's two specific events that happen, I believe in season three that I, I feel like are just extremely crucial. Right. So we have Oberyn's death, right? We think, oh man, Oberyn, he's fucking, he's about to fucking kill the mountain. He's about to kill him. The Viper versus the mountain Viper's about to fucking win. And then he makes one false move. His head pops like a fucking cherry. Right. Uh, subversion of expectations. We expect that he was going to win. And we were like, we had hope that he's going to win. They yanked it from, right from under our fucking feet. And then, of course, we have the the what I deem to be the biggest, uh, you know, um, uh, um, uh, subversion of our expectations is the fucking Red Wedding. Right. <clears throat> we think. Oh my God, Rob's good. He's our hero. You know, uh, Catelyn, she's our fucking, you know, she's also our hero. They have a little friction between them, but they're good. They're going to work it out. You know, they work this all out. Um, they're going to make it, you know, they're going to, they're going to make this, uh, this, this move on, on Lannister, uh, on, um, on the, on the Lannisters. And, uh, <clears throat> and then what happens? The fucking Red Wedding happens and, um, all that hope that we built up snuffed out in one fucking night, Right. Catelyn, throat slit, gone. <clears throat> John or uh, Rob, uh, uh, throat or not throat slit, but uh, just shanked, <laughs> gone. Um, his wife shanked, gone. His unborn child shanked, gone. Done. One episode, right? So, uh, flash forward to now. Look, I know that they have uh, they've been going off of the books because, of course, they don't have any books to go off of since, you know, the end of season five into season six. So these last few uh, few seasons have seen a significant drop in like major deaths. Right. Uh, But, uh, you know, I think that's purposeful. I think it's because it's giving us hope that the good guys will win but only for our expectations to be subverted in. Now I could fucking be perfectly wrong. And this can be a shitty story or shitty ending where everybody fucking lives happily ever after. Somehow they somehow Cersei's the big bad and uh, they defeat her. And you know, we were on to sunnier days, you know? Um, I don't think that's how they're going to, I think they're going to break fucking hearts. I think they're going to break hearts. They've built this up to be like, Hey, it's going to be a kumbaya ending. No, it's not. You know, uh, I think it's just going to be another subversion of our expectations. Now, let's get into, again, what my big theory is with um, Bran. And I, I got this because I, I started thinking about where have I seen certain stories like this before? Where where have I seen certain ideas like this before? And I started thinking about what Bran is, right? Bran is the embodiment of uh, history, right? He, he He's seen everything that's ever happened, right? Um, at least to my knowledge, right? Um, and when you do that, what do you, what do you see when you do that? You, you see that there can be no greater threat to humanity than humanity. There is no greater threat, right? 
uh, where leave it up to if you leave us to our own devices, we're going to just fucking war with each other. We're going to fight with each other. We're, we're going to we're, we're going to we're going to argue about useless shit. But. What unites us, though, right? common enemies right that's the only thing that what do you think like with all these houses right uh, i pledge my help my 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 allegiance to house stark i pledge my allegiance to how you know uh house uh baratheon or, or lannis or whatever the fuck it is right um the only thing that uh, that really sort of unites us is a common enemy um and that got me thinking that Hmm. wouldn't it be a trick if bran wasn't because bran we've looked at as this force or good more specifically the three-eyed raven we've looked at as a source of uh or, or a uh that he's he's good in in some way um but i don't think we've really been given any significant evidence to actually believe that right and then there's this half big story about the night king wanting to erase history i don't believe that either especially that coming from the three-eyed raven i don't i don't i don't believe all that i think it's all kind of smoke and mirrors right so then what is his end goal i think his end goal is to give us uh, a continuation of what the children of the forest started. What happened with the children of the forest? They were warring with men and they needed something to fucking defeat men. And what did they do? They created the fucking night king. They, cre- they created this whole issue, uh, situation with the night uh, whites. Right. Um, and uh, when they did that, though, now they had to band together with men. Right. In order to beat back this sort of plague of uh uh the um uh uh of the the white walkers um and then of course that whole situation kind of spurned on this whole idea of azor high the the prince that was promised the one who would bring the dawn um and what that story looked like to me i've seen this before right i've seen it with watchmen right i've seen it with two specific things i've seen it with watchmen and then i've seen it with the matrix trilogy I've seen it with the Watchmen because you have uh, uh what's his name uh, Osmandius or Osmin whatever how the fuck you pronounce his name but his whole goal was to make Doctor Manhattan look like <clears throat> that Doctor Manhattan went rogue and just was like fuck it and just wanted to blow everything up and that united the world the world was sitting you know was warring and doing all this crazy stuff was on the brink of uh, I think they were on the brink of uh, nuclear war if I remember correctly um. And so what he did was he basically just set Dr. Manhattan up to look like this fucking, you know, that he that he'd gone crazy um, and that united the world, you know. Uh, And then in The Matrix, uh, the reason why I bring up, you know, uh, say that I've seen this before is I look at Bran like the architect uh, in The Matrix where he knows the world in a a way needs the Night King. Right. Um, That uh, we need. The only way we unify is to give us a common enemy. Uh, and that has been the fucking Night King for eight years now, right? At first, nobody's on the same page. Everybody's sort of in the individual corners. And then slowly, everybody starts coming together in order to beat back this existential, as, as everybody likes to say, uh, this existential threat in the Night King. Um, uh, so there's no better person to see all that than the person who has a bird's eye view of history, right? Uh, is that in a way, if you judge by the numbers, Night King is actually a, a, a net positive for for the world in a way. Um, so I think he's sort of the the Thread Raven is sort of the anti-villain, you know, where 
he's trying he's doing something extremely bad but for what he deems to be a good reason um uh uh and um you know so you could liken them to perhaps you know uh of course we we just had our hey go check that out by the way our press play on um Endgame, Avengers Endgame, um, but in a way, it's kind of like a, a Thanos, Thanos esque sort of thought, right? Is hey, I know a lot of people are going to die from the Night King, but it's actually pales in comparison to what would happen if we didn't have the Night King. So, why do I say it reminds me of? He reminds me of the Architect, right? Because if you remember in the Matrix trilogy, the Architect basically was like, hey, uh, uh, the the one is just a. Um, He's not meant to end anything. He's just meant to sort of like continue uh, this sort of cycle. Right. Um, and uh, to give the people sort of a, an illusion of choice. Um, and that's what I believe Bran is, because I believe the reason why the Night King wanted to kill him wasn't just because he wanted to erase history. He wanted this fucking cycle to end. He doesn't want there to be another Night King. Right. He wants to live, you know, in a way uh, he wants to continue. So the only way he can continue is by killing Bran, who's the person who's going to try to reset the system, right? That this whole battle is about resetting the system. Um, and, and again, Bran isn't Bran anymore. Bran's a three-eyed raven. Now, in speaking about that, who the fuck is the three-eyed raven? So uh, I did a little researching, um, I, I um, uh, and I found two things that were kind of like, hmm, this is interesting, right? Uh, one of the more damning ones is actually from the book, uh, from the books. Uh, this particular book is, uh, is a dance with dragons, right? This is Melisandre at the wall. Uh, and she's having, uh, this is when Stannis and, and, and Davos and all those people, when they end up, uh, getting to the, uh, the night's watch, uh, at the wall. And, uh, she ends up having a vision, um, within, in the flames. And, uh, let me just go ahead and read the, the, the passage. Okay. It says, uh, a face took shape within the hearth, uh, Stannis, she thought for just a moment, but no, uh, these were not his features. A wooden face corpse white, uh, was this the enemy? Uh, a thousand red eyes floated in the rising flames. Uh, he sees me, uh, beside him, a boy with a wolf's face threw back his head and howled. Um, now what the fuck is that talking about? Uh, the, the, the leading theory on who the actual three-eyed raven is is um uh uh this uh, character called a blood raven uh and uh, long story short he's sort of uh he's a targaryen but he's a bastard um so he doesn't actually have the last name targaryen <clears throat> and he um uh anyways so 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 yeah so but when they describe him in the book um they he's uh, i guess he's albino um, so that's how they describe him, right? That he has like, a almost looks as if he's dead. He has like a really pale white skin, uh, and he looks like a corpse. Um, now a, a wooden face. Now, what do they mean by a wooden face? The three eyed Raven's fucking stuck in a tree, right? Um, uh, so that explains, but then what really sort of sold it home for me was, uh, a, uh, uh, when she describes a boy with a wolf's face threw back his head and howled, who the fuck is that? That's clearly uh, Bran, right? Who, what the fuck is the how the, the sigil for uh, House Stark? Uh, a, a dire wolf. Uh, what is Bran fucking warg into? Uh, what did he? What did he warg into at the beginning or, um, uh, you know, in the early seasons of the uh, the, the show? Uh, he warged into, uh, you know, uh, his his dire wolf. Um, so of course that's talking about Bran. So she says was this the enemy? Her she's, she's wondering if this is the enemy we should be worrying about. 
Um, and then uh, in the actual show, there's a line that sort of not confirms this this whole thing, but um, but speaks to it. Right. Uh, you have the th- when uh, Bran and I think uh, and I forget the, the girl he was with. Um, I forget her name. Um, but uh, when when they arrive with Holdor at uh, the Children of the Forest uh, when, uh, at the spot, um, the three eyed raven says to them, uh, I've been watching you, all of you, all of your lives uh, with a thousand eyes and one. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, anyways, so so yeah, so that was the line um, when he says again, the line uh, with a thousand eyes and one. Um, and yeah, so that, that's got me thinking that they're, they're making him sort of the hidden, um, big bad of the series. You know, he's the, he's the one been hiding in plain sight. And if you look at brand over the last couple seasons, he's just been fucking manipulating the shit out of everybody. Right. He's putting these puzzle, uh, puzzle pieces in place. So clearly he has a goal in mind. Um, but he clearly hasn't revealed what that goal is. Right. And it's not just to kill the night King because in, in truth, look, um, Brand can see everything always, right? He saw when Jamie was about to get to Winterfell. He knows all the fucking moves the Night Kings. If they really wanted to kill the fucking Night King, they could send some some like small infantry crew out there, uh, and uh, just Brand could fucking help navigate, uh, and they could fucking kill the Night King, right? Um, if they really fucking wanted to, and also Brand saw how the fucking he can see how the first Long Night ended, right? Uh, and so, uh. When he says oh, uh, dragon fire is not going to work or dra- he doesn't know if dragon fire is going to work, um, he can tell them what actually fucking did work. Right. Uh, but he clearly didn't, you know. Um, so, again, I don't know if that's just poor writing or if they're holding that until the end. Um, so, anyways, so then that begs the question, OK, who would the Night King be then if this Night King is dead and, and this story is to continue? If we're just going to reset this, uh, this this game like the Matrix, um, who the fuck is the new Night King? I have zero proof of this, right? I don't, I don't, I don't really have anything to justify this, but I think it's going to be snow. I think Jon Snow is going to be our new Night King. And the reason why I say that is because, um, again, I have no hard proof of it, but I feel like it would just be poetic, right? That Jon has been fighting against this existential threat this entire time. He's the only one who really believed that, uh, that, Hey, this is the threat. Jon really doesn't give a shit about the throne. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I think somehow uh, he becomes, you know, the new Night King, um, and uh, you know he gets a uh, he he gets that, uh, you know, and he was already sort of brought back. And you wonder, you know, was he brought back to kill the Night King, or was he brought back to be the Night King? You know, um, and so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't again. I don't have any sort of like hard proof of that, but it would just be very poetic if that were the case. Uh, so yeah, so that's, uh, that, that's my wrap up of, um, uh, of, uh, you know, uh, the long night, uh, the third episode of the, you know, eighth season of game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, you guys fucking in the comment section, let me, let me fucking know what you think about this whole shit. Uh, if you think that that theory about Bran is, is spot on or if it's way fucking off. Uh, let me know what your thoughts are um, and what 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 are your theories, you know, about uh, where the story is going? Because, again, I, I don't think Cersei is our 
big bad. I, I think that she's sort of the head fake. She's the pump fake because that's too easy. That's too easy of a fucking story to write. That Cersei is the uh, the person who needs to be overthrown, and 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 I think it's even easy. Like it's just as easy to paint Daenerys that way. That perhaps Daenerys does take the throne from Cersei, and now Daenerys is like the Mad Queen. I think that's those are both really easy stories to tell. But the more complex one is to say, hey, we're not done with the Night King. Um, and, uh, and then again, uh, and then I didn't, I, I don't know if I did mention this, but, um, that's why I think that, uh, uh, that's why I think that nobody died. Right. Because wouldn't it be a fucking red w- uh, wedding moment if we think our heroes are going to survive and everybody's like, ah, well, that, that's, you know, not really satisfying. And then just to have fucking snow turn on everybody as the night King fucking kill everybody. Uh, and then we're just restarting this whole game of throwing shit again, you know, um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, you guys, let me uh, know what you fucking think about the uh, the whole shit. Um, but uh, for those who listen through and through to the uh, the podcast, uh, I definitely appreciate you. Uh, but hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Um, yeah, and just um, uh, and and then share uh, share the podcast with uh, anybody and everybody who uh, you know could uh, benefit from these uh, very uh, well laid out uh, theories, uh, that I have, but who knows, I might be wrong about the whole shit and, uh, we get, uh, uh, stupid ending. I don't know. Uh, either way, I actually, I think I'm fine with the show. Uh, uh, it gave me at least seven seasons, six and a half seasons of just fucking excellent television. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't think that, that, because of the end uh and however it ends out i don't think that that uh that really changes uh that much but uh yeah this has been the fucking fade podcast uh and we'll go ahead and do what we usually do at the end of every show fade out peace